Hello, everyone, and welcome to your place for all things paranormal, supernatural, metaphysical, and conspiratorial. Today, we're going to be talking about Polaroid pictures. But not the kind your grandmother took of you when you were young that are embarrassing to show your friends, but the kind that ghosts write on, <laughs> which are much better kinds. I'm Tanya. And I'm Chris. Welcome to the Triangulum. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. Not the type of pictures that your mom took of you in the bathtub. Oh, oh man, yeah, exactly. <laughs> My grandmother had those photos. I'm not even joking. <laughs> it's so cute. Click. <clears throat> yeah. Forever. It's the worst. <laughs> Thank God we're not going over those ones. No. No. No, we're good. Yep. So here we are. Yeah. Yeah. Episode 16. Episode 16. And it's about... Ghost communication or spirit, spirit communication. Spirit communication, spirit writing mm-hmm. of, a, of a form. Of a form, yes, yeah. this is true. Yeah. Um, this case is pretty interesting because people haven't really been able to debunk it. No. Whole, like 100% unequivocally, this is not a lie. Yeah, and it was really t- studied a lot. It's been studied a lot, you exactly. Know, analyzed and, you know, by... Scrutinized. Yeah. Yep. Big companies and... Yep. That were involved. Well, mm-hmm. not involved in it, but yeah. their product was. Yep. So let's get <clears throat> into it. Me. So when did yeah. it start? Well, it started in 1992. So this is an oldie, but a goodie. Yeah. Um, the people involved with it uh, are John Huckart and John Matkowski. Huckart is the one who seems to have been the most involved with it, even though Matkowski was around during that time. Right. And he was uh, he participated in some interviews and stuff, but you don't really hear him talk too much about it. Where it happened, so <coughs> this was at the, a private home they shared in uh, Glassell Park, Los Angeles, California. Yeah, yeah, nice spot. Mm-hmm. What's nice. interesting about this when I looked it up on a map is that it's actually 20 minutes from where Doris Bither lived. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that weird? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. In my opinion, it's not that's far. That's, no, that's, it's a twenty-minute drive from Doors Bythers' yeah, first house, far. where the entity case was investigated. Yeah, that's, that's bizarre. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, the first time that John Huckert had been to this particular house, it was uh, late eighties, right? And he had noted at the time there was an energy about the house that was different mm-hmm. or off from other places he's been, right? So I just want to put that out there. From the very beginning, Huckert had said there was something a little bit different about this place. Right. So like I said, story starts in 1992. Mm-hmm. and It's not long ago. What are, you, are you kidding? That's a long time ago. Well, compared to some others. You it's know. like 30 years ago. Oh. Doesn't seem, <laughs> you know what? It, it just doesn't seem that long to me, but okay. Yeah, it is a long time, but Jesus, it doesn't seem like that long anyway. Anyway, <laughs> that's that's because you're that's, old. That's, yeah, because I'm getting older. Exactly. <laughs> that's not that long ago. No. Yeah. Well, it's, it's the '90s, man. Yeah, that yeah. was a long time ago. Now I know, but it just doesn't seem that long. <laughs> anyway, get, get him with it. All right, old guy. All right. So, <laughs> Matkowski and Huckert started noticing spirit activity in their home. Right. Right. So they would feel a presence around them. Huckert would see, uh, feel and see more things than Mikowski. So Huckert had stated that in interviews, at one point he felt a hand um, being placed on his shoulder. Right. 
Uh, he's also said that he has seen like free floating shadow like entities or stuff like that. Figures and shadows. Moving around. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, moving around the house. So like along the floor or along the wall. And at that time, he wasn't able to offer an explanation for where the shadow may have come from. Right. And he's also said that he saw a elderly man standing by their couch. So these happen sporadically over time. Mm, okay. Right? During this time, he had noted that their bathroom door would open on its own on occasion. Okay? Okay. What's interesting about this is that, and there's a video clip, I can't remember where I saw it because I've watched a lot of videos, but there's a video clip of him lifting up a carpet in the bathroom and you can see where the door scrapes the floor. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So he has said okay. that when you, when you go to open the door to the bathroom, it scrapes the floor, so you'd have to kind of lift it up. Yeah, take some, some doing. Well, not a lot, but definitely what I uh, would think would be more than what a, a spirit would do. I guess basically what I'm getting at is that the door wouldn't have swung freely open yeah, on no, its own. It, 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 it took some energy to do it. Mm-hmm. So the bathroom door opening happens. It's happened on occasion. Right. But in 1992, or at Christmas, the year before, I guess, uh, Huckard had received a camera from his father. Right, for Christmas. right, that's right. Yeah. One of these Polaroid Spectra Insta- instant cameras. Mm-hmm. So he decided he's going to see what he could capture with it. So he shuts the bathroom door and waits. Right. And then when it starts to open again, he snaps a photo of the area. So the very first anomaly he caught was, like, when you see it, it's almost fucking ridiculous yeah like i call it casper <laughs> yeah it's like <laughs> it's like this white kind of poof yeah with like an like like how do i explain it like um like a mouth and eyes but they look like ellipses right <laughs> casper yeah sort of. it's just it's almost comical but it's kind like it's it's scary it's the but typical, at the same time it's funny typical ghost picture that a yeah. kid would draw yeah but yeah. it's filled in it, yeah so yeah. it's like it's funny but not so funny that it isn't scary, and yeah. it's scary, but not so scary that it isn't funny, yeah, I guess, yeah. is how he explained it. Yeah. At first, Hucker thought that his dad had pranked him with like a joke camera or yeah, something like that. Yeah, he did. Because the image was just so <laughs> stupid looking. <laughs> Silly, yeah. Yeah, so he had taken some other photos. He kept getting these like white blotchy anomalies in the photos. Right. Matkowski had returned home. And he showed him the photos and he told him what was going on. So Matkowski was like, oh, well, go stand over there and I'll take a picture of you. Yeah. So he goes and he stands over by the bathroom doorway and Matkowski takes a picture of Huckert. And the film comes out with the white billowy cloud anomaly kind of around Huckert. Right. So they thought maybe something was up with the film. Right. They get another pack of film, like a cartridge, because that's what Polaroids take. It's yeah. like a weird kind of cartridge. Store, grab another one. Yeah, insert it into the camera, take some more pictures, thinking that would be the end of any kind of Anomalies further or weirdness. or whatever they thought it was. Yeah, but it wasn't. No. More shit kept coming up in the photos. Yeah. So maybe about three months later, uh, after the first images that they had caught, they had a few friends over because they really wanted to share with somebody yeah, what was going, going on because they hadn't yeah. really talked to anybody about yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. So the friends come over, they share the story and they show them the photos and a couple of the friends are skeptical. Yeah. So they decide, okay, let's get the camera out, see if we can talk to it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So they get the camera out, they ask out loud, are you here? Mm-hmm. And snapped a photo. 
As the photo develops, they thought it just contained some more weird cloud-like anomalies. anomalies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It wasn't until they looked at the photo a little more closely that they realized that the word yes was written in the photo. In the photo, yeah. Not on it. Yeah, it's bizarre, man. In it. Yeah. That's a big distinction there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, obviously. So what it looks like when you look at the photo is you see the background. Mm-hmm. I think there's a person in that one, too. Yeah, there is. There is. And then these, like, cloudy-looking things, and it looks like Y-E-S. Yeah. Kind of just floating in space, but yeah. not floating in space, like on the film. In the, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. So then they see, okay, holy shit, something's, something's communicating with us. Yeah, yeah. Huckert has said in interviews that once they started getting writing, that's when everything changed. Yeah. So they're like, oh, okay, this is good. They decide to ask the spirit for its name. They snap a photo, the Polaroid comes out, develops, and there's a name on it. Mm-hmm. It Very clearly, it says right like W-R-I-G-H-T. Yeah, it does. There's yeah. something above that that looks like it could be a first name. First name. But, but I couldn't make it out. Yeah, either could I. It, it looks like it could be a first name, but it's it's illegible. So like yeah. I think I see an S and an E, but I can't quite make out yeah. anything else. Yeah, exactly. Then they figure, okay, well, that's what this person's name is. So they decide to continue to ask questions, but they're kind of just asking questions to the air. Yeah. Right? So they ask, are you a good ghost or a bad ghost? And the Polaroid comes out. The response written in the Polaroid is friend. Friend, yeah. That's good. So that was a good party. (laughs) That was a good dinner party. Everybody had a good time. Yeah. In August of 1992, I found a video online. Well, I didn't find it. Sorry. The video was recorded in August of 1992. Right. I found it online, and it's a continuous video of Huckert removing an old film cartridge from the camera. Right. Opening a new package of film, installing it, asking the people witnessing this what question they would like to ask. Mm -hmm. They eventually decide on, write the name, did you die in this house? Huckert takes a photo, and it develops and. When you see it, you see the two people in the photo, and then you see words written on it. Mm-hmm. Now, most of the people will focus on the last two words that say corpus delecti, which is in Latin. In Latin, yeah. But above that, there's another word that looked like alia, and then there's something at the beginning. It looked like L-E-T or L-E-R. That's what I noticed. Okay. So I searched letalia corpus delecti which translates to mortal body selected. Really? Yeah. So at the time when this video was taken, they looked it up in like a Latin dictionary. Yeah, they kept it there. Yeah, Yeah. they had suggested that it roughly translates to murdered. But I couldn't, I personally couldn't find that. Right. So I was wondering if Latalia Corpus Delecti is it. Like maybe it just means that it was his time. And his mortal body was selected to return home yeah, or return to source. Yeah. Or maybe it was selected to be offed. I don't know. Yeah. But I don't know if anybody really knows what the two top words were. Mm-hmm. Right? So. Maybe it's a selection of him coming through, talking to them. Mm-hmm. Perhaps, perhaps how it's written changes the definition of yeah. it. Yeah. Um, that's what I found. I know a lot of people just focus on the corpus delecti part, right? which is like body selected or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mortal is the letalia mm-hmm. word. I don't know exactly if that means that somebody was murdered, but it sounds like 
someone died, obviously. Yeah. Mortal yeah. body selected to me sounds like my mortal body was chosen to to go. Yeah, to yeah. go. It's time time it's time. My time. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I do. I think so. Yeah. I I think the same. I don't think it was any kind of creepy, you know, slasher type thing where no. he got killed and murdered and I don't think it was that at all. I think it was just yeah, it's time for him to go and he went and uh he's back again. Yeah. So after this stuff has happened, uh Mikowski and Huckert decide to contact the sightings TV show. You remember that TV show yeah, from the 90s? Yeah, it was good. That's too bad. They, they, the uh, host there, Tim White. Yeah, they took it off. It was a very good show. Mm-hmm. I like that show. They call him up and say, hey, my place is haunted. And uh, we got photographic proof of ghost communication. Yeah. So, of course, sightings is all over that, right? Yeah, no doubt. So at the time that the sighting showed aired of their investigation, Huckert and Metkowski had taken about 100 or so photos. Right. With communications in them. Yeah. And the earlier writings on the photos were in English. And then that soon switched over to Latin yeah. within a year. Started like to transform. Less, yeah, within the first year, maybe even less than a year. Yeah. So it went from English to Latin. All in Latin all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is crazy. And I, I'm not sure why Latin. I have noted that sometimes when I get a communication in a dream and stuff. You get it in Latin. I get it. Yeah. And I don't know why Latin. Yeah. It's not like I know Latin. No, you don't know Latin. But so I don't know if that's like the preferred language because maybe it's less likely to be misunderstood. I'm wondering if it's... Um, it's an old language. Preferred language, but I'm wondering if it's... You know what? It's easy to discount something in English. Or to, misun- like and, to and misunderstand it and discredit it. it. Yeah. But if it's coming in Latin or a different language... No. There's not so much Especially, diversity in the expl- like the definitions of the words, you mean? Well, like you said, you don't know Latin. No, I don't. You don't I know don't. how to speak or no. read or, you know, not, not like a doctor or whatever where they're, they're no. learning Latin. Yeah. How, how are you going to misinterpret that? You mm-hmm. can't. So the message you're getting is going to be pretty profound. Yeah. It's, it's, it's accurate. I guess. I, I, just, I, I think so. That's, I, that's I my I, take on it. I can't it. F- figure out precisely why they would go from English to Latin unless it just means that you're forcing people to be engaged. Well, that, and again, I think they changed it so that it it, it doesn't look like a hoax. Who's knows yeah, Latin? Maybe. You know yeah, what maybe. I mean? Like, they're not going to write in Latin. Yeah, maybe. They, who they're knows? Somebody, somebody there might have been like, well, anybody can write English stuff on there. Yeah. So it switched it to Latin. They switched, switched it to Latin. Yeah, anything's possible. Again, you can't turn it into a hoax when it's in Latin. Mm-hmm. Especially written on a picture. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. In the ethers. That's that's crazy. Sightings assembles a team to investigate. And that team, interestingly, also included parapsychologist Kerry Gaynor. Yeah, the same guy from The Entity. Yes, the guy we talked about in the Doris Byther case in our... He did a lot of cases, man. Our episode about from Harvard. The entity. Is it Harvard? UCLA. UCLA, right. Yeah. Right. So he says in his interview on sightings that now most parapsychologists or paranormal investigators spend a great deal of time waiting. They wait, they watch, they hope, basically, something's something's going to happen. happen. Yeah. But very rarely does that kind of, like, they don't see phenomenon very often. For obvious reasons. They're only there for what? A few hours? Well, it's not on demand, right? Yeah, exactly. So he says, you know, the the people who live in the home, they're going to see something way more often. Yeah, Right. sure. So he goes 
And he, when he arrives at the house, he takes a base reading of the energy of the home with a magnum, uh, magnetometer. Yes, magnetometer. Yeah. So basically he's taking a base EMF or electromagnetic field reading so that if there is any activity, the magnetometer would indicate a change in the environment. Right. So they'll leave it out. They have a base reading. If something happens, there should be an influx or, or a change in the reading that would indicate, yes, something has happened in this room. Yeah. That right? makes sense. Since the ghost writing, we'll call it, I guess, started, several of the homeowner's friends had been there and had participated in it. And they had gotten writing on film as well. Yeah, they did. You know, it always blows me away about that. This is what we were talking about yesterday. I don't know why, but they get an opportunity to ask questions. And oh, yeah. they, people ask the most stupid, redundant questions you can think of. Did you die? Are you alive? <laughs> like, f- fuck, is that the only thing that comes to your head? You know? I, I, I always laugh. Everyone that I've, I've seen so many that it's like, wow, people are pretty dim. Well, like to ask, you know, I get it. You might have a little bit of reservation because you're, you don't know what to ask. But at yeah. the same time, they are pretty Jesus, dumb questions. Are you, are you, did, did you die here? Who cares? Yeah. yeah. How about is this a portal? Yeah. How do you get in and out of here? Yeah. You know, and and some and go on and on from there. Yeah. What kind of energies? How are you doing this? You know. No. Did you die? <laughs> it's, oh. Drives me nuts after a while. It's like, oh, really? It's true. You got an access to some kind of a universal portal here, and you did you die? Anyway, are you okay now? Yeah. All right. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. All right. So, sightings asks uh, the friends, those people, to participate in their investigation. Yeah. I guess the thinking behind that would be two things. If it's legit, then perhaps the spirit would prefer to speak to these people that they've already spoken to right. previously. Yeah. Um, secondly, if it were a hoax and they were in on it, someone would catch somebody doing something. Right. Right? Yeah. So I'm that thinking, they figure, yeah, we got people. We yeah, have kind I of a history. sure that it's, this is a real deal. Mm-hmm. So sightings basically video recorded every step of the investigation so that they could minimize any possibility of a hoax. Right. Huckert has said that they would only get spirit pictures when the picture was taken with a Polaroid Spectra camera Mm -hmm. with Spectra film. I like those cameras. Other cameras and film wouldn't get anything. Yeah. So the sightings investigation had four cameras on site as well as sealed instant film direct from Polaroid. Yeah, yeah, they did. And the film was checked. Yeah. And then rechecked and then logged. Yeah. So they were being <laughs> they were being on top of everything. I saw the guy there checking it like holy. Mm-hmm. This is like four yeah, they were writing, here. yeah, they were writing yeah. everything down and uh, recording every, all of it, like yeah. uh, video yeah. recording all yeah, of they it. They were thorough. Mm-hmm. So the first person to receive a resp- uh, response during the sightings investigation was a woman by the name of Martha Elkan. Right. So her question was. Are most spirits good spirits or bad spirits? Mm-hmm. Good question. And then she snapped the photo. The photo was ejected and monitored until it developed. Yeah. So within about 30 seconds or so, the response is visible. And the response is, there are numerous remedial lemures. That was in Latin too, right? Lemures is in Latin. Right. Yeah. The actual, the other words were English. Oh, okay. Lemures in Latin means ghosts. 
sometimes known as shades or spirits of the restless or malignant dead in Roman mythology. Ah, uh, wow. So basically it's that there's, lot, there's lots of different types. Yeah, sure. A lot of fish in the ocean, mm-hmm. different, different types. So whether he's good or bad, she, it didn't say. Yeah. But there's lots of types. So yeah. the uh, insinuation there is that there could be good and bad. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. Right? That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So during their investigation, during Sightings' investigation, they did a full shot of film being opened, put into an inspected camera. Yeah. The yeah. question, are you here because of the people or because of the house? The film ejected and the answer develops on the, on the photo. Yeah. Genius loci. Yeah. In Latin, genius or genie. Yeah. Weirdly. The plural, yeah, in Roman mythology, yeah, is an individual instance of a general divine nature that is present in every individual person, place, or thing. Wow. So, much like a guardian angel, right. the genius would follow each man from the hour of his birth until the day he died. And for women, it was called the Juno spirit. Mm, that's a guide. Mm-hmm. There you go. So, genie the plural of genius, mm-hmm. were often viewed as protective spirits, as one would attempt to please them for protection. Right. Each individual place had a genius or a genius loci. Yeah. Genius loci would suggest to me that he's there because of the place, not yeah. necessarily the person. Hmm. So he's there because of the house. Okay. Right? Because he didn't say genius, like just for him. Right. Right? Genius loci translates into... An individual place. Yeah, location. Like it, yeah, exactly. So during the investigation, they had a special effects expert from the Brooks Institute of Photography in Santa Barbara, California. Oh, yeah. On site. Yeah. Edson Williams. Yeah, he did a good job, mm-hmm. this guy. He was there to examine the photos as they are taken. And he actually <laughs> watched the photos come out of the camera. Yeah. He actually noted that in one of the ones that has writings on it, he's in the background of the photo. Yeah, he is. So yeah. he was a little bit tripped out by that. <laughs> We have to remember at the time, so this is back in the 90s, we have to remember at the time that virtually every example of ghosts on film had been proven to be fraudulent. Really? Yeah. So skepticism was high. Yeah. Because, let's face it, back in the day when spiritualism was making its rise, there was well, so there much was fake fraud. shit. Yeah. So much. people out of their money. Yeah, with the yeah. floating ectoplasm yeah, shit and stuff. So much. Yeah. Houdini was <laughs> going around and yeah. debunking all kinds of them. Oh, yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah. After his time there, they, uh, they sent the camera and the film to the Brooks Institute for inspection. Right. Edson Williams, who was on site, inspected the equipment, and he noted that upon scanning the photo into his system that the words in the photograph appeared almost fibrous. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. They do. They do look that way. Here's where it gets a little bit weird. Yeah. Right? Well, not if it isn't already weird, I guess. Yeah, yeah. The analyst, so Edson, thought that the fibers in the photo looked like cotton. Yeah. And he was able to recreate the effect on Polaroid by taking a picture of cotton laid out like writing on glass, Mm -hmm. if I remember correctly. Yeah. And creating a transparency and then exposing a Polaroid to the transparency and then taking a photo so the words would appear on it. Yeah. Now, this is a possible way to do it. However, it took Mr. Williams over an hour. Yeah, it took him a while. Mm-hmm. And a lot of 
you know, he had to really, really yeah. play with this thing, man. It took him over an hour to do it. So there's no way that anyone during the investigation yeah. could have done that. No way. Without being seen or otherwise. Yeah. And no one could have done it with random questions. Yeah. Because that's what the witnesses were asking. Yeah, not from the footage I saw. Mm -hmm. It was just like, question, take a picture, boom. Yeah, so I was looking at the comments and stuff on the video from 1992. Okay. And one person wrote, um, it's odd that the show, quote unquote, left out the part about this guy's boyfriend working in a photo processing shop and having working knowledge of film development, right? Ooh, to get the guy that lived in the house, Mikowski? I don't know if it was Mikowski or if it was Hucker. He didn't say which one specifically. Okay. And then he's like, oh, the truth really isn't that strange when you do some investigating. Okay. Whatever. Well, you know, here we go. The, hold uh, on, hold uh, on, hold yeah. on. Then somebody responds back to him and says, it is suspect that the guy's roommate worked at a photo lab, but these were Polaroids. And I've been to the house and know that they were reluctant to go public with their story because of that connection. Mm -hmm. Also... The, the guy before was like, oh, they're selling books and making a profit. And he's like, they didn't start selling any books until 2008. Yeah. And uh, the books was a tribute to Peter James, who we'll talk about shortly. Well, here's another. I love this quote by mm -hmm. Stuart Chase. Mm -hmm. I love this. This is perfect. Mm -hmm. For those who believe, no proof is necessary. Mm -hmm. For those who don't believe... No proof is possible. It's true. I love that quote. It's, it is absolutely true, yeah. and there it is. Yeah. You know? I, like, I'm not saying that every single thing that happens is proof positive that this yeah. is a thing, but I'm certainly not going to discount everything that happens no. because of some connections. Oh, no, exactly. We could look at it and say possibly that the spirit was like, oh, this guy knows cameras. So he'll know that there is no way this could be fake. Well, that, and he's got access to lots of lots of film yeah. that he can get. Yeah. So there was another person who responded <clears throat> to that guy's comment online, and he said, I've been to the house and was present when Polaroids were taken with cameras brought by us and film that was always in our possession. Right. No trickery, no pre-exposure. The amazing thing is the writing was exactly the same as it has been for over two decades. The images were closely analyzed for any possible unusual pressure or stress from an object to descri uh, describe the text. Yeah. None. I was highly skeptical of this case and the various ways to add text to a Polaroid image. None can duplicate what is happening here. Exposing with the use of a multiplane glass surface with some sort of fibrous element for the text and anomalies was my guess. Mm. I was sure it was a simple swap of the film packs until I was present and watched it happen. No swap out. <laughs> all film was brought in. All film was purchased from different vendors. All cameras were in the possession of their owners. No ringers in the group. All people with critical thinking skills. It's real. Something is happening here. Yeah, absolutely. Here we go. Here's the other... Mm -hmm. Quote for the ones who speak to, I love this one. Mm -hmm. Better to be thought the fool than to open your mouth and remove all doubt. That's yeah, true. Don't say anything if you, you know. Yeah, if you're keep not an sure, open don't mind. Say if anything. you're not sure, don't say anything. Mm -hmm. Then somebody else pr uh, proposed the same thing, which I, which I said. How could they get specific answers to questions that were, you know, random? Yeah, you can't, you can't pre-expose answers to questions no. that you don't know are coming. Oh, exactly. It's not set up. Mm -hmm. Like scripted. Yeah, exactly. So we have to consider if it's not cotton fibers on glass in a lab yeah. pre-exposed to did film. A, he, he did a great job. Like, oh, yeah, he made it look almost the same. Ex exactly. He really did, but it took way too long. Man. Yeah, there's no way. And it was a lot of work. He mm -hmm. said it took a lot of work. Yeah. Then what is the writing? Yeah. 
there's a possibility that it's ectoplasm. It looks like that to me. It kind of looks like that. But then I think to myself, well, would ectoplasm be visible to the people in the room? Not necessarily, I guess. No, no, it wouldn't be, actually. What if it is just the spirit exposing extra, like pre-exposing the film yeah. before they actually push the button? Because they're asking the question within that much time, yeah, an answer can an be answer. had, yeah. and then pushing the button. Yeah. Like It seems like it's almost instant, but it's not. Yeah. There's enough time between the question finished being asked and the, and the button being pushed for a spirit to expose an answer onto the film. Yeah. Or even when the when the thing comes out, it's not formed. No, it has to be it has to be done before they even push the button so that you get the background and the words. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It has to be done within that yeah. very small frame of time. That's why I don't think it's plasm. Okay. I think it's like just the manipulation of the chemicals in the uh it could be in manipulation the, the of the film. development chemicals in the film because it doesn't start developing until that film is pushed out through the rollers and the chemicals are mixed. Yeah. The spirit would have to write on it yeah. through the camera yeah. or just expose it to light. Like, I, I don't know how it could possibly be done. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. Maybe the spirit just imprints the film. Yeah, I, I told you that I, I saw... A couple of shows years ago about um, psychic psychic powers or whatever it was, and there was this one guy I remember, and it was a thirty-five mil camera, not a mm-hmm. not one of these things. Mm-hmm. And the guy would hold the, the put a fresh roll in there, and he would hold the camera, and he would think of imprinting the film with a picture. The picture would come out on the camera. It was it was crazy. That's interesting that you and say that. And that's a human. That's human person. When Sightings interviewed Kerry Gaynor mm-hmm. about his experience during this investigation. I like that guy. He was he Yeah, was good. he he said that he had never experienced anything like it. No. Uh in his history of investigations, which was like 20 years at that time of yeah, investigations. Thousands of And he hadn't read of anything like it in any literature. No. So he suggested that there were two possibilities for how this may be happening. One is what you said, mind yeah. to film imprint, uh, imprinting. We're pretty powerful. Right? Where the people in the room are affecting the film. Right. They're answering the question and then their thoughts are, without even realizing it, their thoughts are imprinting, are imprinting it, yeah. on, on the film. Yeah. Or it's a spirit communication. communication. So it's either psychokinetically happening yeah. by the people in the room or it's actual spirit is communicating with them through writing on the film. I'm saying it's spirit communicating with them. It's, it's communicating in Latin. Mm-hmm. How's everyone going to think about No, they're not thinking an answer of answers in Latin. In Latin. The same exactly. thing. There's exactly. no way. During the investigation, Carrie had said that the owners had dated all of their photos. So they laid them all out in chronological order. Mm-hmm. And it was apparent that the writing had improved over time. Yeah. Suggesting yeah. to him that there was some sort of evolution or learning, they mm-hmm. were the the entity was getting better at, at what communicating it was doing. and yeah. better at at writing. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's worth noting at that time they had uh, psychic Peter James visit the home. He's awesome. He was awesome, man. I don't know if anybody will know who Peter James is because yeah. he's passed away now. Yeah, but he had gray hair and like a massive black mustache. mustache like yeah. this thing <laughs> was like. 
It was huge. I feel like it was like an inch tall, man. It, it, it was, was yeah, yeah. Yeah. Black eyebrows, yeah. giant black and mustache, gray and gray hair. Yeah. yeah. You can't and miss him. If you're looking for a Peter James nice psychic. Nice man. Like, I he never met nice. him, but he seemed like a, such a nice man. Gen- genuine. Well, we watched him do the thing genuine. at Alcatraz on sightings, too. Yeah, that's where I, I saw remember him. that as a kid, and I was yeah. like, oh, dang. This guy was he really some, good. Yeah, he yeah. knows some stuff. He had gone to the home yeah. to do like a reading, let's say. And he had said that while he was walking around, he felt like there was a portal yes, or an did. energy vortex yeah. where the spirits were traveling through yeah. from underneath the home and coming up through the home. Yeah. I watched a video in which Peter was trying to communicate with the spirit and the writing was kind of winding down. Mm-hmm. So they weren't getting the words or the clarity, I guess, that they were looking for. Right. So he asked another question. I can't remember what the question was. But the spirit wrote in the picture, weak. Okay. Either it's tired or its energy is depleted. Yeah. And it couldn't write anymore. Yeah. That's interesting. That is interesting. So that would suggest that it takes quite a bit of energy to To communicate in this way. Yeah, I I think so. Mm -hmm. I think so. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, again, we, you hear all these ghost hunters and whatever. One of the first things they say happens is all their, their gear goes dead, powers down. Yeah. Because it's, you know, taking up all the juice. In in my research, I had also come across a Polaroid with Peter James in it. And uh, the words written in it by the spirit were rethink your belief. And yeah. for the fucking life of me, I could not find what the question was. Yeah. What a, what a, uh, there's an answer for you. If it, if it was his question, maybe he didn't ask it because no. he didn't take the picture. Yeah. But it's a psychic. And didn't the word, he say he was a little skeptical before he got there about what was going to happen? No, he might have. I don't recollect that, but he might have. You know, if which, you recollect that, though. I, I think he did. I think he said he was a little skeptical about what was going on and he wasn't really sure or expecting much to happen. Mm. Well, right? then he'd have to rethink and his And then belief. when he got there, he, exactly. Mm-hmm. I think maybe that's what it had to do with. Maybe. I don't know. I couldn't find anything where it was like he had this question was asked and then yeah. here's here's what came out in the photo. Yeah, I'm I'm almost certain he someone said that he was not really looking that like anything was going to happen too much because like, mm-hmm. he he'd never seen any or experienced no, anything like this had. before. Nobody did. So yeah. he was like, "Yeah, whatever. I'll go and check it out and see." Mm-hmm. Sightings reached out to Polaroid at the time. And they had no explanation for it. No. In the in the episode, Tim White actually goes to Polaroid and meets with the guy. Yeah, yeah. And they show him the unedited video of the film of the uh, of the film being loaded, uh, the question asked, the picture being taken, ejected, developing, and then the answer in the photo. Right. And the Polaroid guy was like, "Yeah, there's no, no idea. way." The only the, yeah. the the only time that he was a little bit skeptical, he was like, "Well, it depends on where the Polaroid film came from." And they were like, well, came directly from you. Yeah. Well, then, guys, <laughs> I, don't know. I, I remember that. He was just sitting there with a blank look on his face. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I guess we're fucked then. That's why it's real. <laughs> this is going to be great this for sales. Good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So through the years, there's been scientists, experts, photo company representatives have visited the home with their own cameras. They did. And they had film. a lot of people coming through mm-hmm. there, man. To debunk the claims, yeah. and they haven't been able to do yeah, so. No. Yeah, no, exactly. It keeps happening. Everybody's blown away. Mm-hmm. Skeptic. Everyone. It's like, wow, this yeah. is amazing. 
I can't remember. I didn't find exactly what date it was, but the homeowners had a gathering of uh, skeptics and paranormal enthusiasts at their house. This is probably 2000 and maybe two, in the 2000 teens, I would think, or maybe 2000s, right. late 2000s. Or, or, I don't know. I couldn't find a specific date. And they brought these people in to try communicating on their own. Bring your camera, bring your yeah, film. Yeah, we're not going to get involved. You take the pictures mm-hmm. and ask the questions. And yeah. it has it has long been believed that someone is buried under the house. Okay. So during this gathering, two Polaroids came out. All right. One said dig, and the other picture, that was either somebody else's, I don't know if it was somebody else's or the same person's in a second photo, mm-hmm. said here. Yeah, dig here or here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like a two-part answer. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah, that is actually kind of crazy. Well, maybe. I know that they had decided to try digging under their house and see if they could find some oh, some they? evidence. Yeah, but I didn't find anything that suggested that there was. The thing is, how far down oh, shit. do you yeah, have right? to dig? Yeah, right? Who knows? I Who mean, knows? There's a lot of old things that are buried that we have no idea. Yep, definitely. Know, so. During that gathering, also with the skeptics and uh, the enthusiasts, right. they took a group photo during the gathering, and it appears as though there is a shadow person Yeah, yeah. in the photo that is standing next to Huckert. And I told you, to me, it looked like a lady with like the beehive hairdo. I don't, well, I don't know. Like the, the, I didn't the see that, to me. but that, I mean, that doesn't mean that, you know, that's yeah. not what it is, but yeah, I, I just, I'm, it's, it just, you just see something that looks... Kind of like a person standing yeah, there. Yeah, to me, that's the first thing that came to my head. It was that could be, could be that type of style, mm-hmm. and it was a woman. Mm-hmm. It just just popped in to me. Yeah, this stuff had been going on for a long time. So that that whole investigation and stuff happened in the nineties, early nineties. Right. John Hooker had participated in the Netflix documentary Surviving Death. Yeah, great. That's a we, really good we documentary. We had referred to it in our show, Reincarnation yeah. and Past Lives. I, anyone to watch it is it's yeah, really so well done. It was released this year, actually. Yeah. I think it's episode five. It's in there somewhere. If you yeah. watch it, you'll see it's him. Six, is it six episodes altogether? I think so. I think it's episode five. But if you watch it, you'll see him. They'll, they hit, they'll show you some of the, the photos It's and very like well that. done. I recommend it to anybody to yeah. watch. It's really well done. So he says in, in the uh, interview on that particular documentary that they had hosted parties so people would bring film. Yeah. This is expensive to keep buying film. Yeah, it know, is. Especially with the... It's a, at the time, it was a fancy it, camera. It was. It was. It was, it was a cool f- camera, man. Yeah, it was a fancy <clears throat> camera. He said something interesting during his interview, though. He said, the spirit has thought and awareness... Yeah. It's not only aware of itself, it's aware of us. Us, yeah. That's a that's so, a deep thing to me. I remember that. When he said that, I, I said that, that, that Think says, about that for a minute. That's a just an enormous statement. Exclamation mark. It you know? knows what it is. Yeah. Or who it is. Who it is. And it knows who you yeah, are. It's conscious. Yeah. And it knows who you are. Yeah. Right? But like, you can't see but it. But you can't see it. Yeah. It's huge. It is huge. It's huge. It is. It's a big thing about consciousness, too, is what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like you, 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 don't, you don't disappear. Yeah, definitely. He also said in uh, interviews, too, that any questions that were asked that would personally benefit the asker right. would not be answered. 
So like in the early days of what was going on, they tried yeah. to get like lottery numbers and shit. Because yeah, yeah, who yeah. wouldn't? Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And the Polaroid would come out normal. Yeah, well, nothing would happen. No, the question wouldn't be answered. But if so, it had to do with spirituality or... Well, if it was a generic question that didn't benefit anyone specifically... Right. Then... Go right ahead. Yeah, the answer would come out. Yeah. But if you asked a question that was just purely for your own... Gain. Yeah, you wouldn't get an like answer. Like who's going to win in the seventh race. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You wouldn't get an answer. Thundercats. <laughs> <laughs> so at the time of his interview on... Uh, in surviving death, he said he had estimated that they had taken upwards of 11,000 yeah, to 12,000 photos. Yeah, that's a lot. And they only stopped taking pictures because they had stopped making spectra film. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's weird because they stopped making spectra film, I think, in like 2008. And mm-hmm. then a company came along. What the hell was it called? I can't remember. They came along and said, well, we're going to start making it again. So they started making it again. Mm. I think that was in the late teens, like 20 teens. And then they changed their name of the company. I think it was called Impossible, Impossible something or other. They started making the Spectre film again. Okay. Then they changed their name to Polaroid Originals, and they were making Spectre film. Hmm. And then in 2019, they released a statement saying they're not going to make film anymore for that camera. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the end of that. Because apparently it's a very popular camera. It is. It for is. For Polaroids. It's a cool, it, I, I always love that camera. It was introduced in like 1986. Yeah. 1986 and people are still like, the thing I read, the guy was like, get out there and get your films before they're freaking gone. They're gone. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So I was looking at whether there was something markedly different about Spectrafilm and the other types of films because they said only, only it would only work with Spectrafilm. Right. And I couldn't find anything other than the shape. Spectrafilm called Image, I think, outside North America. It differs from other 600 integral films in that it had a different image format. So 600 film is square. Okay. Spectrafilm is rectangular. Right. So 9.2 centimeters by 7.3 centimeters in dimension. Mm -hmm. Spectrafilm is otherwise the same as all other 600 films. Hmm. In iOS speed, development method, and the process all remain the same. Hmm. So Spectra cameras were thought to take better pictures than the conventional 600 Polaroid cameras anyway at the time. Right. I guess kind of the thing that I think is a little bit weird about this, and perhaps maybe the spirit has a sense of humor. Because I, I it would personally only, think spirit has a sense I, I of humor too. big I mean, time. when you go back to that like weird Casper-looking ghost in the yeah. first photo, it's just like, look at me, ooh, <laughs> I'm scary. It's pretty much like a, a sheet ghost from back it in is. the day. It is, like the kids draw, like I said. Yeah. You know, with the, the, uh, I'm thinking maybe they got a sense of humor because it chose to only communicate through a Spectra camera, camera yeah. on Spectra film. <laughs> and Spectra... Right? The word spectra. Spectra, yeah. Or spectrum. Mm-hmm. Spectra being the plural of spectrum. Yeah. In Latin means image, apparition, and that also includes the meaning specter, which in folklore, a ghost is the soul or spirit of a dead person or animal that right. can appear to the living. Yeah, there you Other go. terms associated with ghost are apparition, haunt, phantom, right. poltergeist, shade, spirit, spook, or, you guessed it, Spectre. Spectre. So maybe they're like, yeah, we ghosts only talk on ghost film. <laughs> I don't know, right? 
No, it's, it's but a, other people had tried with different cameras. It's very witty. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, <laughs> they get bored over there. So, <laughs> yeah. But other people had tried with other cameras, and they had no luck, no. and with different film, and they had no luck. Only on a Spectra camera with yeah. Spectra film. I don't see any. What are digital. the chances that a Spectre would only communicate on Spectra film with a Spectra camera? Yeah. Come on. It's kind of weird. I wonder if it's the chemical composition in the... I couldn't find anything that suggested that the chemical composition of that film was any different than any other film. Yeah. Seriously, I looked, because huh. that's what I thought. No, but I mean, now you don't you don't see that. Like, I don't see any digital... We don't take anything on film. We just yeah, take digital stuff. With writing in it that how I've would, seen anyway. How, how, would, how would a spirit do that? To have to manipulate the, the electronics of your phone camera? Because let's yeah. face it, most people take pictures with phones. Yeah. Right? If you're taking a digital photo, there's nothing to imprint on. Hmm. You'd have to then, like, write it in the air. Here's the question now. Are we missing out something? Oh, probably. Missing out on something because we we were using digital all the time? Oh, probably. Probably. Right? Yeah, we're probably missing out on something because we don't use film like that anymore. But then there seems to be kind of like an uptick in people getting EVPs. Yeah. So maybe that's the n- next best way to communicate. Now, interestingly, with EVPs, when I first heard about EVPs when I was a kid, right. also on sightings, yeah. I saw Sarah Estep. Yep. She was the lady who made it big. Yeah, she was the, the, yep. the starter yep. of that. Older lady with her freaking tape yeah. recorder. Reel to reel, four track. And it was recording on the backside of tape. Yeah. Spirits seem to have made the transition to talking through digital. Digital. So maybe if we're lucky, spirits will make the transition to communicating through digital photos. I mean, we are catching more things on film mm-hmm. digitally mm-hmm. that is supposedly spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, with people's security cameras and whatever I know, but else. nothing beats a Polaroid. Like, it's instant. It's right there. Yeah, yeah. You see in the video the guy taking the the package, like opening the package. And some people are like, well, you could have... You could have played around with it, and then you could have resealed the package yeah, with glue yeah, yeah, and yeah. all this. Yeah, like, I know, I know, on, really. How yeah. committed to this are they? Exactly. I'm not. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't. Like, do you know why, what I mean? why would I want? I won't even want to that, do that. That's thrown out the window yeah. when other people are saying, "I've been there, brought my own camera, my own film, and had the experience. Nobody touched my shit." Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's, it's again. Here we go back to the Stuart Chase quote. Yeah, right? like yeah. You know, you can have all the proof, and it, it's never it's gonna never going to be enough. No, you know, someone's going to come up with some bullshit. Mm-hmm. I I hope that because spirit has kind of made the transition from speaking on tape to speaking digitally. Yeah. I mean, that's got to be a lot easier than appearing digitally. But um, you have to look at maybe how, what the ease is of interfering with tape. It's right. a lot easier to interfere with tape, it's I would think. Yeah than to interfere with the computer chips that run your digital processors and your digital equipment. Yeah. So yeah. other than just shutting it off yeah. or draining its power, yeah. well, how, how could you imprint something onto a digital camera? Because there's no film to pre-expose. Yeah. Yeah. And that's probably why we don't see that anymore. Yeah, it's very possible. I, I remember we watched very a thing probable. where they, they were putting rolls of 35 mil film in the little plastic containers, unopened, yeah, right. in the center of the table. And the spirit was... Oh, that's right, I writing on it and that. Writing. 
when you unscrolled the negatives yeah. from that, like you, they didn't develop it, they just opened it, yeah. and it was written along it like it was a piece of paper. It wasn't yeah. individualized like a picture. One of them was supposedly Tom from Edison. It was like a an invention and of an some invention sort. Invention of some, and it was all written on this film. Yeah, yeah, we were we we're gonna do a show on that. I gotta find it. Yeah, we've seen it like. It was a long time ago. Fifteen years ago, and they did. They they had a group that came together for years. Mm-hmm. A, oh, so it's that not, was, that's this right. isn't the only time no. that people have had experiences with no. things being written on film. Yeah, this is the only one that I know of about words being written on Polaroids. Yeah, the other one was words written on thirty-five mil film. Yeah, and undeveloped like a lot of words, like somebody writing. Yeah, on paper. Yeah, not three. Yeah, four, you know five when you, you look you look at a negative, you can see that this is a picture, this is a picture, this is a picture. They yeah. all ha- they're all segmented. Yeah, where it was not, it wasn't like that. It was like it was written right across yeah. all of it. Yeah, it was yeah. that. I remember that. That was amazing. So actually. that's not the only time that spirits have communicated over no, film. No, no. So maybe we should get a film camera. <laughs> I, I, Maybe we I should really just buy am. film. You don't I, need the camera. Well, you I'm just really get wondering, film. you know, are we missing something? Is something getting well, missed? We, we're missing an opportunity to communicate because we moved to digital. Yeah. Everything went digital. To, oi. Oh. Wow. That's not digital. No. It was analog. <laughs> Eli's come to visit. Anyway, digital may have cramped our ability to communicate with spirits in yeah. a different way. Like if you can't do it through the four clairs and you can't do it through like automatic writing perhaps spirit was able to communicate with us when we had old school technology like tape yeah we didn't even talk about automatic writing but that's a whole different thing oh yeah what i'm just saying is that if you don't have those other things as skills or maybe tools that you can use and a spirit wants to communicate with you and it was able to do so through polaroid pictures and now we've lost that it's gone yeah, it's gone. It's unfortunate. Is that the conspiracy? No, I don't think so. You know? I mean, they're like, that's it. We're not making any more ghost film. <laughs> they just don't, we don't want, want them catching any secrets from the, from the other side. There's another world. Oh, come on, please. Yeah. Yeah. Conspiracy, my ass. <laughs> Seriously, how are you going to stop people from knowing what's going on? You can't. Why? You can't. You can't. You can't. Yeah. So yeah. stop all your. Basically, I think it just comes down to we're not making that film anymore because it's the camera's like fucking 40 old. years old. Yeah, it's old. Right? Yeah. It's so. expensive to make. Yeah. It's expensive to make compared to digital. Digital's mm-hmm. cheap, man. Right? It's easy to make. That's that. That is that. I think really the only only communication we have left to use with um, with equipment, quote unquote, is really... EVPs. EVPs, yeah. Yeah, recording, recording voices digitally. Yeah. Which maybe is easier yeah. Than, yeah. than manipulating film, right? I think so. Who knows? Yeah. It's a cool story either it way. It is. It is actually. I, I, wish, uh, I wish I could have participated been there. in something I, I like that. I would have loved to have gone to that. Oh, yeah. That would have been amazing. And just took, a, took some shots and asked some yeah. questions or just even to Just see. to be there to observe it. Yeah, absolutely. I don't have to participate, but, you know. To, to observe and watch how it all goes down. Yeah, yeah. Would've that would awesome. have been very cool. Lucky yeah. lucky to have that experience. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. And it's good that they decided to actually share it instead of keeping yeah, it a secret. They brought people into their home and, uh, mm-hmm. and allowed them the to uh, experience, experience what they were. Yeah. They haven't hidden anything. No, no. Nope. Nothing to hide. They let people come with their own equipment, their yeah. own film. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't make anything off of this. Doesn't seem to be a hoax to me. I don't think so. 
No. I doubt it. I think it's a genuine incidence Absolutely. of spirit communication. I, I think so, too. Mm-hmm. It's not trying to tell us that. Maybe for know, the first time ever. Yeah. We, we, don't, uh, we, don't, we don't die. We just move on. Which is cool. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. It is. Well, that's it. That's the story of the uh, Glasshole Park House with mm-hmm. the, the phantom that likes to write in on Latin. pictures. Yeah. In Latin. Yeah. On top of... On top if you of have it. an opportunity, check more into the story, do so. Yeah, there's, it's awesome. There's a couple of um, videos uploaded on YouTube yeah. by, by uh, either Makowski or Huckard. I can't remember. Yeah, you can see. Where you can watch him, the process. In 1992, the you process You can see the him, one picture developing, actually. Yeah, taking the film and all that yeah, stuff. after he took the Search shot. Search it out for yeah. yourself, see what you think. Yeah. I, if we're watching a full-on shot and yeah. nobody's manipulating anything... You don't get yeah. any what feelings that it's a hoax. You really I don't. don't, yeah, I don't. At all. Yeah. yeah. So. Short of an elaborate hoax. No, I, I don't think so. I think it's just a real, the real deal. Yeah, I think so, too. That, uh, you know, had something special happen to them. Yeah. I think it's cool. I'm happy for them. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. All right. Well, that's it. That's it. Thanks for joining us. Mm-hmm. That's the story. That is the story. That is the story. And we'll be back with different stories. Well, yeah. Different experiences, actually. Yeah. Coming. Are you going to do the same one? Which one? I don't know. You're like, we're coming back with different <laughs> ones. Of course we're coming back with different it's ones. It's a secret. Or I'll talk like the guarantee. It's a secret. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, everybody, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Have a good day, night, morning, I don't know. Whatever. But, yeah, whatever is. Whatever you got going on. Yeah, time zone you're in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, we'll talk with you soon. Yes. Take care. Be good to yourselves. Bye. Visit us at our website at thetriangulumpodcast.com or email us at the Triangulum Podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook. Your support, as always, is appreciated.